Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 30, nope, 52nd (laughs) episode of Talk Direction. I don't think I've ever, like, went to say the number of this episode or any episode and gotten it right. Um, one of these days, I will. I might. Who knows? I never will. Who knows? It could be any of these. Um, both me and Caitlin are, um, sleep deprived? Not sleep deprived. We're just like, it's currently 9.30 at night and we're both very tired. Um, so we might be a little loopy and deranged on this episode. I've been like commuting so much and driving in traffic is the worst thing. You have to like keep concentrated a lot and I feel like it's depleting my executive functioning, which is a real thing. That happens, I mean, with kids, but I'm sure it happens at my age, too. And now I have none left. And it's just a lot. I mean, I don't really have a um, an actual reason, except for <laughs> I went to my brother's high school graduation and sat out in the sun for, like, four hours, and that's draining. And also, that's I hate... That's the worst. It, like, don't, is... Don't minimize the horror that is a graduation. <laughs> and also, I hate... I hated my high school so much that going there was just, like, depleting for my, like, happiness source. Mm-hmm. Um, that was weird. That sounded like I was a robot, but, I mean... Um, happiness source. Yeah. <laughs> depleted. Yeah. Honestly, though, so now I'm just, like, running on empty. <sighs> But hopefully this will help you, like, refuel your happiness source. I was, I mean, we're going to talk about some serious things, but we're going to, um... Have some fun Have well. Yeah, have a light, um, discussion, because, um, as much as we need to talk about, um, serious topics on here, but we wanted to be, like, this episode to be sort of a place that people could go to, like, sort of get their mind off, um, of the horrific things that have been happening. Mm-hmm. Um... But before we get into our discussion on that, I just remind, wanted to remind everyone that we um, are doing a book club thing. We still haven't a, um, decided on an official title of it yet, um, but we're starting with One Direction, Who We Are, um, their official autobiography, and you can get it for free by using audibletrial.com slash talkdirection, um, and we're going to talk about it on June 30th on our episode on that date. Um, and the book is only about, like, one hour, 45 minutes, and the boys are narrating it. So it would be a great time to check it out. Um, and, you if know, you're obsessed with hearing Harry's, like, slow-talking drawl, yes. it is wonderful to listen to. Yeah. Exactly. Or Louis' accent. Oh, like, my God. His, like, scraggly tone. <laughs> yeah. Scraggly. Because <laughs> so I feel like in interviews, you only get, like, a sentence at a time. Yeah. But, like, this, they're literally, like, talking for a long time, and you get to just... Like, bask bathe. in it. Yeah, exactly. Not Just bathe. Bask. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> I have a weird story about that. Um, I <laughs> was, like, really excited about, um, I don't know, uh, my friend Sarah's um, cousin did something cool, and I was, like, I was saying I wanted to, like, bask in his presence because I had never met him before. Um, so, but instead of bask, I said I want to bathe in his presence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, so... <laughs> Yikes. Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> uh, yikes. 
I don't want to bathe in his presence. I don't want to bathe in anyone's presence. Also, I can't bathe in anyone's presence, even my own, because my well is dry, so I can only take one-minute showers. Um, you should literally just come over to mine. It's going to be Rebecca. She's going to be lonely all week. Come okay. stay with her. I'll just break into your house and You know use how to shower. break into my house. I know, I do. Um, so, uh, as we were referencing before, we just want to take a bit of time to talk about the tragedy in Orlando that occurred over this weekend. Um, in case you guys didn't know, um, a man went into a gay club and shot and killed 49 people and injured many more. Um, and we just want to discuss this, um, cause obviously it's devastating and heartbreaking and, um, infuriating. Um, and we, we wanted to emphasize that this was a gay club and it was in the middle of Pride Month on a Latin night and victims were mainly queer people of color, specifically queer, um, Latinx. And, um, that's a gender neutral term instead of Latino or Latina, just FYI. Um, and I mean, obviously this is just so upsetting. Um, gay clubs are like a sanctuary for the LGBTQ community, um, a place where, yes, plus where people are allowed to be themselves since homophobia is still so prevalent in our country. Um, and, uh, you know, gay clubs give people a chance to be themselves and to be, um, you know, open, uh, with their partners and just like have a place where they can be happy and free. Um, and for someone to come and disrupt that in such a violent, violent way is just infuriating and it's just so incredibly scary. Um, and, it just, it's like, I don't, I'm, every time I think about it, I just get so angry and just sad. And I'm sure that everyone is feeling the same way. Um, and, um, one of our listeners, Lucia sent, um, us an article, um, that, uh, specifically talks about, um, queer Latinxes sharing their, like, stories and their own reactions to this. Um, and that's really important because we can't, speak from that point of view, uh, me and Caitlin can't. So I would definitely go check out this article. It's on Autostraddle. And the um, article is called Queer Latinxes Share Love, Rage, Sadness, and Strength for um, Our Family Lost in Orlando. And I'll link that um, on our show notes. Um, And we definitely need to call this what it is a hate crime. Um, I've been seeing it a lot in media that it's not like defined. It's not called a hate crime really, I haven't seen it called that, like, anywhere, um, and I saw today that a former, um, Massachusetts, Massachusetts senator, um, said, I don't identify the people who are murdered as from a particular, a particular class of people, and that's such a dangerous way of thinking, because it erases, um, who the victims were, and, um, by just like negating that we're like literally like just negating like what actually happened and we're just erasing that yeah and also by not mentioning it mentioning that it was a gay club by not calling it a hate crime the media is telling the lgbt community that the u.s doesn't care and then it will just allow the cycle of violence to continue um because there won't be um protections put in place um caitlin do you have anything you want to add Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, I guess you're probably going to go into this stuff, but I just feel like it's just so frustrating when things like this have happened before, especially, like, after Sandy Hook. Yeah. Uh, and, like, nothing ended up really happening with the gun laws. I don't think, it's not like, I mean, like, there's people who want to make a difference, but, like, the whole government system... 
there's like things in place that make it so it's not possible it's not like any one person's fault but we as a society like we need to make like gun laws have to change there's like no question and this is absolutely disgusting what happened and I think there's a lot of layers especially with like as more things come out about the story and about like who it was who was who murdered all these people it just it it goes to show that just as a society we don't accept lgbtq plus people we like i I i'm I'm not saying it right but like it's not normalized and it's still looked at as very different and and both Kara and I go to very liberal schools and like almost we can sort of be in a bubble. I mean, not all the time. I mean, there's yeah. still hate at our schools, obviously, but like you sort of end up in this bubble where like a lot of things you're like, you're allowed to identify however you want to identify. And you know, that's not shamed as much as it is in regular society. And when these things happen, it's almost sort of like a, a wake up call, like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are just, I mean, completely, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say, but like, I feel like you get me probably. And, um, the shooter's father said that he was, that the shooter was enraged after seeing two men kissing. And just like the fact that, um, two men kissing, like literally like love could drive someone to this violent act just shows how like normalized homophobia is in our country. The fact that homophobia and mass shootings are more normalized than like queer people living their normalized lives or their normal lives just like mm-hmm. infuriates me to no end. Like that should not be how it is. Like we should not be able to like have a, like mass shootings like weekly almost. Um, just like there's been so many in the year, like there's been more mass shootings and there have been days in this in this country and it is just it's unreal and the fact that people don't see they're just like oh I guess that's like like what can we do you know like we love our guns and I just am so frustrated and I think that um a lot of people outside the U.S. think I don't know think that people uh, there's that like the majority of society doesn't want things to change it's just so frustrating because um especially I don't know, we, uh, there's, like you were saying, there's things in place like the NRA, the National Rifle Association, which is the, uh, it, like, fights for gun, um, like, what's the word, gun protection, um, it, they have so much power over the U.S. government, it's insane, um, just, just go look into that, they, ha- they send, um, you know, they give so much money to Republican senates, or senators, um, Oh, God, it's just insane. And my dad actually is a member of the NRA. Um, and he got a call today. Um, I heard over the um, the voicemail. The, what's that called? Answering machine. God. Um, and it was saying that um, people, sh- NRA members need to call up our senators. We're from Connecticut. So um, our senator, uh, one of them, Chris Murphy is leading the filibuster um, for um, uh, gun control in, in the Senate right now, and they were saying that we need to call the our senators and say that we 
um, we as an NRA members don't want any gun control reform, like any, like not even to ban um, uh, AR-15, um, aka assault rifles from civilian ownership, which literally no civilian needs a gun that fires 45 rounds per minute. Like that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And this is the gun that was used in Sandy Hook. This is the gun that was used in Orlando. Um, there's just n- absolutely no reason. I don't understand how that's encroaching on anyone's rights and also the whole second amendment thing needs to change like that was written by people who are long dead and the amendment whole like system was made because they knew things would change like they knew that things were not going to stay the same i don't understand this is basically the same thing as like if we just found like some like scrawl on like a cave and decided to take I mean not exactly but like take our laws from that it's just like antiquated and outdated and I don't understand how people were like we need to keep things the same way like the obsession with tradition just doesn't make sense to me and I'm just I'm I am just so angry like right now and just like seeing things on Facebook where people I have seen on Facebook where people post these these little stupid pictures that's like um I don't, I don't even want to reference them, but they're just horrible, and they're, like, I don't know, they didn't say anything about, oh, uh, I'm, like, you know, I'm thinking about the victims and the victims' families in Orlando. They go straight to protect their guns. Like, if you value a metal killing machine over human lives, like, please just take a look at yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, and, like, ask yourself if you're happy with who you are, because that's disgusting. It's just, like, unacceptable. Um, and... I have more to say. Okay, yes. Um, I wanted to add some just facts. Now I'm, like, going off what I've read, so it's, I don't have anything in front of me right now. Um, but there's some things that are just, like, mind-blowing to hear about. I think the U.S. makes up about, like, 4% of, like, the world population or mm-hmm. something like that. But we own 50% of the guns in oh the world. Oh, my God. Of, of civilian-owned guns. We have 50% of them. And we're responsible for one-third of mass shootings in the world. Oh my god. So, you know, we can't say causation, but there's definitely a correlation there. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, In Australia, when they had a one mass shooting, I think in the 90s, uh, they immediately had gun control reform. Within months, like two months. literally, and, and they collected guns from people. They had a system where you could, like, turn it in and get money back or something, plus they made it a lot harder to buy guns, and they haven't had, like, another mass shooting since then or something. Uh, and then also to... Uh, I think it was CNN did a a test where how long would it take for someone to go buy the gun that the Orlando shooter um, used, and it took them seven minutes to buy the gun, and they compared that to how long it took to go into a hospital and, like, register your paper, and it took 12 minutes to do that. So it takes longer to, like, go into a hospital and, like, fill out your medical records than to buy a gun. And let's talk also about the other, like, one of the other biggest killers in, in the U.S., which is cars. How long does it take you to drive a car? You need to get your permit. You need to get your license. You go through tests and this and that. All to drive a car, but guns is one of the other biggest killers. It's, like, up there. It might be pass- surpassing cars now, I think. And you don't, you take seven minutes to get, but it takes you way longer to drive a car or to get an abortion or to 
like get your driver's license renewed or to get all these other stupid things but to to get a gun it's no problem and and the other thing i wanted to mention which i was going to tell care this before the show um there's two things uh the first thing is that obama two weeks before this happened uh was talking about gun control and how his hands are tied because of the nra and like literally um anyone on the suspected terrorist watch list can still buy a gun because despite the fbi having like looked into them uh that that doesn't mean and like looked into them and suspect they're a terrorist and like have evidence and stuff that doesn't mean they can't buy a gun still which is literally ridiculous so you hear people saying oh they're taking away our guns no we're taking away the fact that like suspected terrorists can even buy guns and then two weeks later this happened Meanwhile, the guy who did the shooting has been suspected of terrorism, like, twice he's been looked into by the FBI, and he's been abusive to his wife, and he was allowed to buy this gun, and this is what happened. And two weeks ago, Obama was saying exactly this, and I think there was a law that was going to be put in, I think, Mm -hmm. like, December or something. Yeah. Um, that could have prevented this from even happening because this guy then wouldn't have been able to buy the gun because he bought the gun just a couple weeks before he ended up um, murdering 49 people. So, like, if this law had gone into place, these people may not have died. And, like, you think of the families, you think of the victims, like, they're real people. They're not just numbers. They have stories, which is super important to remember. And, like, I think almost at this point, we're so used to seeing mass shootings going on that we sort of just, like, oh, there is another mass shooting. You have to really remember that these are people. Like, they have lives, they have loved ones, and, like, it's just so disgusting that some people are so stupid i can't handle it and it's just like we have to take our privilege as being someone who isn't a victim or like part of the victim's family and we have to like create change because you know we have the privilege of getting angry and we you know we don't have that sorrow like we don't have we didn't have someone i mean i mean we're just speaking for ourselves right now we didn't have someone ripped away from us and so we have to help that like prevent that from happening to other people and Mm -hmm. also um, about the the uh, the law that you were talking about, um, uh, an interesting thing to go and look at is to see if your the senators from your state um, voted for or against it because almost all I think all Democratic people or senators voted for it and all Republican voted against it. Um, I don't know if you read this because you referenced something that maybe said you didn't, and I don't know if you want to include this in the show or not. Um, but it has they have been saying um, that the uh, the person who killed all the people had visited the nightclub for, like, years and, like, yeah. he'd gone there and stuff. Uh, and to me, that says, like, suppressing who he is and whatever. Yeah. And that is a factor also of society yes. and how if we as a society were way more open to being gay, being bi, being whatever you want to identify as, then this may have also not happened, you know? Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't, we can't just say it's on the individual yep. itself. While we can say the individual is horrible, we also have to recognize that us as a society has to change because if we had, if it was different, you know, like any other thing, like people with blonde hair or people with like, uh, what's, I don't know, people with like something different or something, we, that's not something to be like super ashamed about. And so people don't go killing because of that reason and suppressing their blonde hair or something. Yeah. But like, 
because it's not normalized and like LGBTQ plus people aren't normalized in society, then it leads to self-hate and uh, suicides a ton or you bring people down with you and you end up dying as well, which is just horrific. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with that. Um, and that's why it's even more important to, that the media, like, recognizes it as being, um, not just a mass shooting, but it's also a hate crime, mm-hmm. um, because all this is, it's not just a coincidence, like, you know, there's reasons, terrible reasons, but, like, I don't know, people just, it's just frustrating how the media likes to glaze over things and likes to pick on one certain thing. Um, did you have anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Okay, so I wanted to get into, um, some things that you can do to help, um, with, like, getting better gun control in the U.S. because I think that this is just, um, sort of literal, what's it called, common sense at this point. Like, it needs to change, it needs to happen now, immediately. Um, and this, this, uh, type of tragedy leaves us feeling hopeless, but I think that, um, if anything, we need to, like, use that and our anger to ignite, like, a passion to fight for change because that's the only way anything is going to get done. Um, so a couple of things you can do is to write and to call your representatives of your state, your senators, and um, your representatives. Um, I will link an article. I also retweeted it um, from my personal account um, onto our Twitter uh, which is talk underscore direction. It's um, pretty high up there. It was a Huffington Post article, I think, that easily outlines how to contact either calling or writing or emailing to your representatives. It's so easy. It only takes a couple of minutes. Um, you know, there's even a like uh, uh, like a copy and paste one if you want to do that, but you can also like write your own. Um, and that's just like getting the word out there and showing that you you care. And um, it will just, like, light a fire under your representatives to know that, like, people are so passionate about this. And there are voices. And it's frustrating because, like, I don't know. This is, like, kind of the only thing we can do. We can't be completely hands-on. But, like, the people we vote for and the people we talk to um, in our uh, Senate and Congress, um, you know, can make that difference. And also there's a petition going around um, to ban AR-15 guns from civilian ownership. And this is the type of gun that was used, as I stated before, in the Orlando shooting in Sandy Hook. And I also posted that on our Twitter. Um, So definitely go sign that. That only takes like a few seconds to do. And just to like, um, you put your email in and then you go to your email and click the link and it's done. Um, Also, you can donate to the GoFundMe for the families and the survivors of the attack. Um, We will link that in our show notes. Um, I think if you Google it, you could pretty easily find that. Um, also, please, the election is coming up, vote. Uh, please just look at uh, the candidates' uh, stances on gun control, and there's um, easy ways to find out like who voted for what and what they've said about gun control, as, uh, even at the state level, and our presidential, can- our presidential uh, elections coming up too. That's super important. Please just know people's stances on things and please don't, don't not vote. Like, please. Oh my God, please. Yeah. And it, and, in based on like past elections and I think, um, while our, our audience spans ages, we have a concentration of younger people. Yeah. And if younger people go out to vote, the democratic vote wins yeah. in 
past elections. Uh, so specifically, it is so important that everyone, and I think, you know, just just on this podcast, I feel like we have a lot of liberal thinking, liberal minded people to go out and vote. Yeah. Um, and just even looking at the reactions of our uh, potential candidates and how they reacted to this shooting says a whole lot. Uh, so it just we can't emphasize it enough how important this is. Yeah. Um, And also currently, as we're recording this, the Democratic senators are leading a filibuster um, in to gain more gun control. And they said that they will not stop until there is an agreement for change. And actually, our um, Connecticut senator is leading that, Chris Murphy. So I'm really proud of him right now. And um, they're saying to keep like tweeting about that um, with a hashtag like end gun violence and hashtag enough. And just to tweet the uh, the Democratic senators to just, um, you know, keep them going and keep them passionate. They're definitely very passionate about this just to know or for just them to know that like we're standing behind them. That's also important to do. Um, I heard during some thing, I don't know government very well, <laughs> I guess some meeting, um, yeah. Congress meeting, I think, uh, after this happened, like, I, f- I think it was like the Republicans, they were, oh, they were reading out, oh, they were having a moment, moment of, of silence, silence yep. a moment of silence for the families and the people that were killed, um, and during that, the Democratic people, like, had an uproar about a moment of silence is not good enough. We need laws. We need, like, actual things because, like, it's not good enough to give a moment of silence and, and just sort of move past and be I like, know. well, that's all we could do. Let's just send our thoughts and prayers. God, that's what's also so frustrating to see on Twitter. Like, yeah. the people who have consistently voted against gun control and have gotten money from the NRA to being like, thoughts and prayers for, like, the victims. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, you're doing absolutely nothing. You're actually doing the opposite. To You could have prevented this. Mm-hmm. I hope you know that blood is on your hands. And um, I don't mind people sending thoughts and prayers. No. Because, like, no. religion is important to a lot no, of people. No, but... But, like, if you're not Senators. doing anything to back it up, and or if you're a politician, like... Yeah. Like, it's just horrible. No. Bye. Bye. I'm just so frustrating. Yeah. Um, did you want to add anything more? Um, I just wanted to sort of end it by saying, sort of talking about what I tweeted the day of um, when this happened, is that here on the podcast, we support everyone and love everyone, no matter how you identify, um... And we are always a source of support if you need to write to us, if you just want someone to talk to, whether it be about this or anything else in Mm -hmm. your life. Um, But if you don't have people directly in your life who support you, know that we support you. And literally, we're talking about you who's listening, (laughs) because I think that's so important. Sometimes you can't find it around you. Yeah. um, But look for people where you're going to find a community that you're supported and you're 100% supported here. Yeah. And also, I feel like even if it doesn't come around, um, like the people in your life, like maybe your family and friends um, know that there's like internet communities especially here talk direction that will Mm -hmm. support you and i think that's like the great thing about the internet it's just it's so supportive it's such a nice family um well most of the time but especially with this um and it just it's definitely a good place to go yeah um so yeah that was a pretty heavy discussion but we definitely want to have it um but we're going to go into um our news and then we're going to go into sort of a 
mixture of whatever the heck I decided to put together <laughs> because we wanted to have like a lighter episode um just to switch gears yeah and, like have something fun for people to yeah because I know that a lot of times like I definitely listen to podcasts as like an escape mm-hmm. um from reality so um I wanted that to be like what this episode was because there's just so much horrible things going on in the world that I wanted to talk about One Direction just in a lighthearted manner for like an hour and a half. So, yeah, that's we're, what we're changing do. gears, guys. Yep, just news. There's, there's a curtain. It was drawn back, and here we are in news. Um, Lord, my mouth is already dry from all the <laughs> anger I just expelled out of my body. Oh my god. Um, Okay, so my first news story, our first news story, why am I being so greedy? Because you did it all. (laughs) Let's give props to Kara for doing this whole episode. Um, Let's give props for us both for recording at 10 p.m. (laughs) Too true. Um, So our first news story is um, Liam's sister's wedding was this weekend, and um, it's his older sister, Ruth Payne. Um, and she's, can be found on Twitter at Ruth Payne 0990. Oh my God. I got the numbers right. Guys. Amazing. Um, just in case you want to follow her. Um, and Liam attended and the standout thing for me was, um, that the couple's first dance was to a song that Liam wrote, especially for them. Um, Ruth's, um, new husband wrote on a post on Instagram, um, still can't get over this weekend. One, I'll never forget burying my best friend and having the honor of the first dance to a song brill- brilliantly written by Liam Payne. Cannot begin to thank Liam and everyone else enough for their kind words and generosity. Um, and I just thought that was so cool. Like, imagining, imagine having, like, your brother who's, like, a world-renowned musician, like, pop star to write and maybe, like, perform, maybe sing a song for you at your wedding. Like, that's just so special and beautiful. And I want to hear it. I know. And I know it's, like, a private song, so I understand, yeah. obviously, if we never hear it, but I just think that's, that's and awesome. I, and, like, did he write it? Was it a song he wrote alone? Like, was yeah. it, like, pure Liam? Or, like, I don't know. It's just very exciting. I know. And I love that he's wearing, like, those, um, the suits, like, with the little tails, because... It's um, like a British thing. Is it? I think so. Because I remember, like, when I was a kid, um, when I was, like, a little girl obsessed with, like, princess, like, I don't know, weddings or whatever, um, they always had, like, the princes with those, like, weird Mm -hmm. taily things, and I always thought that that's how always suits were, and so when I saw, (laughs) I went to my first wedding, which was my sister's, when I was a flower girl at age six, and I saw the, like, the dude, I mean, like, her husband, I guess, the guy who she was marrying, um, didn't have, like, those little tails. I was like, what the heck? I've been lied to my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of British weddings have those, like... Well, I'm glad. Fancy tails. They're just such a weird concept. Like, what's the point? Like, what's the design? I don't know. If you think about clothing in general, my mom and I were talking about this, like, think about a necktie or whatever, like, a so tie true. that guys wear. It's, like, literally a piece of fabric <laughs> they have to, like, knot, and, like, when they knot it around their necks in the correct way, that makes them fancier when than if they don't have this, like, weird fabric yeah. wrapped around their neck. Like, it's just very odd. Like, there's certain clothing you wear to look, like, fancier versus not fancy. I don't know. You know what I was thinking about today during um, my four hours that I had to sit in the sun? Uh-huh. Um, so I had just shaved my legs the other day, 
and I was thinking about, like, all the weird things that we, like, do to, like, change our bodies. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, like, of course I just take it to a weird place and being, I was like, you know, like, if we think about aliens, like, obviously we have no idea, like, what they look like, but, Mm -hmm. um, we always think about them just, like, as, like, one, we always see them as, like, clones of each other, which is obviously not how humans are. (laughs) So thinking about all the variations of, like, aliens, how they could be, um, you know, like, we just have, like, different skin colors and eye colors and hair colors, but who knows, like, that's probably not the same for them. Also, I'm just thinking about, like, the beauty regimens or, like, beauty, like, yeah, and, like, society norms for aliens. Like, obviously, there has to be society norms. Like, I feel like no one has really delved into that thought process. Like, we only see aliens as one clone, and they're just, like, always, like, fighting, and they're just on the path for destruction. No one thinks about the alien beauty norms. You know what I mean? That's, like, what I want. so true. If there's any aliens out there listening to us right now... Please, Please get in, in contact because we could do some serious Oh my god, bonding. alien feminism. Literally, alien feminism is hashtag alien feminism. Oh my guys. god. Get it trending. Oh my god. I want to like just make an entire world and just think about like all the possibilities. Intergalactic for... feminism. Oh my god. We're going to start a group. Ah, oh, that'd be awesome. And like I always just think about like how weird makeup is too. Like it's so think weird. about if an alien descended and just saw that we had little bottles of like like skin colored like liquid that we put on our skin like how weird is that so weird oh man if you think about anything society is weird guys it really is if you think about anything too much it just it's it blows my mind trampolines we have a weird piece of fabric (laughs) that we just bounce on what the heck we have a pool what's a pool like you know weird just like this like hole where water is that you just kind of go float around in floating so true everything just (laughs) okay we went from Liam's sister's <laughs> wedding to intergalactic feminism. Also, I want to add that Liam's yeah. sister looks so pretty. I know. There was a picture of her, like, face and her makeup, and it was just, like, beautiful. And there's a picture of um, her and her husband and, like, their dogs um, at their wedding. And it was just so I cute. See that. And I love when people incorporate their dogs into their weddings or just, like, have them at their weddings. Um, my parents, um, when they got married, my parents' dog was... Um, the ring bearer and it was just so cute and like so well behaved I don't think my dog now would be able to do that (laughs) but like I just think that's so adorable that's cute it had like a tide around its neck oh I know right um okay our next news story is about how Niall misses One Direction just like we all do um he was being interviewed for Hello Magazine this weekend and he said Sometimes you kind of miss it, having a bit of a regimen. For the last six months, I've been on, I've been my own boss and rolling out of bed whenever I want and not having to think too much. I do miss it a little bit, and it's, but it's been nice to be able to sit around. Um, I so, can't believe it's been six months. That's oh my god, crazy. wait, I didn't even, that didn't register until just now. Whoa. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, because it was in December they had their oh last, my god. and now it's June. That's six months. Oh my god. Wowza. Wait, that means, like, that Zane left the band... Like, over a year ago. Yeah, but then, like, also, like, they weren't around that much longer after he, like, left the band. Like, I guess it seemed like a long time, actually. It this feels is... like it was just six months trending after Zane left the band, and now yeah. it's, like, six months since hiatus. Oh, my God. Time, Time! Man. We have this, like... I know. <laughs> every, every three episodes. Time. Yeah, we, have, like, we just have time. to, like, just stare off into the distance and just yeah. think about, like, the passage of time. Pretty much. Um... So, yeah, he seems, like, pretty, not conflicted, but he's just like, yeah, I do miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of nice to hear that. I feel like it's kind of, like, he had to say that. It's not, like, he could be like, no, I don't miss it at yeah. all. Like, F One Direction. Um, 
But I think if anyone was going to miss One Direction, it'd be Zayn. I mean, oh <laughs> no, that slip. I meant Whoops. Niall. I meant Niall. Um, he also talked about uh, solo music in this little interview majig he did. Um, he said, I've been in the studio writing bits and pieces. Nothing is really in the pipeline in particular, just keeping the mind ticking over and doing what I like. I've always been into the writing and trying out different things musically. I've made relationships with a few writers over the years, so it's been good calling them up and saying, do you want to write? And pop, then popping into the studio. I haven't done much, about five sessions maybe. I've just been chilling out. Um, so this is like confirmation that he's been doing stuff though. And I think that we only really, a couple episodes ago, like really, uh, heard that he was doing any solo music. I mean, this seems like he's pretty lax about it, but also like, who mm-hmm. knows? Like what if he has an album done? Like, we don't know. So true. Like they lie all the time. They're That's liars. what we've known in this past year. They're yeah. all lying I to know. us. I know. That's what we found out. If anything, yeah. we've learned that 2016 is the year of the lie. Exactly. Um, but that's cool, right? That's cool. That's like he's so just cool. even doing I things. I want Niall to do his own album. I know. Especially, like, he's been promoting all these people on his Spotify, like, yes. his little Irish singer bands and stuff. <laughs> like, he could totally be that, except he'd obviously be way huger. Yeah. Bigger? <laughs> yeah, huger. <laughs> um, but, like, that would just be so cool to get, like, pure Niall music. I just want to, like... I just want to be able to, like, filter out what each boy would make. Yes. And then see how it works together and sort of, like, analyze it. And see, like, how the combination of all their stuff became to One Direction. Because I think that would be so cool to just, like, see what their actual influence was. Exactly. Because, like, Niall was really about, like, the Eagles and, like, that type of stuff. Fleetwood Mac. Like, it would just... I don't know, it'd be so interesting to have pure Niall, pure Harry, pure Liam, and see, like, what pure Louis, and see what (laughs) they would, like, like, they would want to do by themselves if they could, like, really not have to think about anyone else. Yeah, and I'd love to, um, know what writers he's working with. Yeah. I'm sure, like, McFly. Yeah, and, like, I saw there was, like, some clip where he was sitting in the studio with someone, I don't know who it was, but... (laughs) Just that's another big. human. Yeah, just someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's cool. I'm excited. I'm very I, I hope excited. he's um, going to give us some more teasers and some more interviews and stuff yeah. and maybe some more concrete things. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. It would be. Um, so now we have some Zayn news. Actually, a lot happened Wait, you with didn't Zane. put the thing about Niall and his um, fashion show, did you? No. Oh, let me add that. Okay. <laughs> Niall also went to a fashion show. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> but it was so cute. It because, was like, really cute. He was wearing, like, the designer's clothing. Angel. And I, who was the designer? Who cares? I don't remember. <laughs> but Niall getting in on that fashionista, like, stuff, I'm just happy about it. Love it. I feel like I've never seen him at a fashion show before, so I'm loving this. Like, he's just, like, really like, prancing into all these different, like, areas of life, and I'm living for it. Me too. Like, just explore yes, all babe. areas. You do you. You know what I mean? He's such a renaissance man. Like, he is. fashion, golf, like, you know? He's such a he man of all trades. it all. God. Love it. Okay. <laughs> um, now into Zane News. Um, so, on June 11th, the day of the Capitol Summertime Ball, um, where Zane was supposed, um, going to perform, 
um, Zane posted a message on Twitter, and I'm just going to read it out right now. Um, to all those people who have been waiting to see me perform at the Capitol Summertime Ball today, I flew into the UK last night to appear in my home country in front of my family, friends, and most importantly, my UK fans. Unfortunately, my anxiety has haunted me throughout the last few months around live performances has gotten the better of me. Oh. What? Oh, okay. With the magnitude of the event, I have suffered the worst anxiety in my career. I cannot apologize enough, but I want to be honest with everyone who has patiently waited to see me. I promise I will do my best to make this up to everyone I've let down today. I know those who suffer um, anxiety will understand, and I hope those who don't can empathize with my situation. Um, and when I saw this, uh, my heart, like, broke for him. Um, I think this is, like, one of the most honest things we've gotten from him in a long time. Um, just, like, he, the fact that he put, like, his entire heart, like, out on a platter just mm -hmm. for anyone t to see. Um, and the fact that, I don't know, this just, like, really is brave of him. And the fact that he knew that he was probably going to get some backlash from this. Um, and that's just, like, I don't know, getting backlash on such, like, a personal thing, like, especially anxiety, something that you can't help. Um, I can't imagine, like, how terrible that must feel. And also, I'm sure he was, like, he really did want to perform, I'm sure. But, like, I don't know. I, I can definitely empathize um, with the whole struggle between anxiety and, like, doing what you really want to do. But just, like, sometimes anxiety gets the better of you. Um, it's really frustrating. It's one of the most frustrating things um, in life. And I think that I just, I don't know. I, I hope that, like he figures out a way that um he can continue being a solo artist and like fulfill like what he wants to do because clearly he wants this but um I don't know I just I, it seems like it's really um causing him a lot of stress and like pain and I hope that there's like some way that he could do live performances that isn't like as like detrimental to his mental health maybe doing like smaller shows mm -hmm. um instead of like these huge huge um, like, performances at, like, festivals, like, especially as his first one, like, maybe doing, like, small, like, um, are arenas smaller? Arenas are small, right? Yeah. Arena well, they're smaller, but they're not, I mean, he could do, like, venues, like. Venues, yeah. Or, um, what, the venues, anything, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, like, venues yeah. that, they're smaller, arenas are yeah. still pretty big, there's yeah. venues that are smaller than that. Yeah, like, um. Theater type things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I feel like he, I don't know, because, I mean, we've talked about his, um, his performances before and how, like, he definitely was, um, you know, the one who was just sort of, with One Direction, he um, sort of stayed back and was never really the one to, um, like, do, you know, do the talking or really uh, be, like, running around stage prancing and whatever. Um, and I think that definitely he relied on the other boys to sort of, like, um, have a show. And so I imagine it would be really hard to just, like, have this transi transition. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, I just really like that he said this. Yeah. Not only because, like, it sort of helps us understand his performance style and why maybe, you know, on the show we've talked a lot about how he performs and we find it a bit lackluster. We find yeah. it kind of, like, not good enough for live performance. So this helps me understand that. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just, it's always good when someone who's famous can say something like this and be so relatable to people who are going through the same things. Yeah. Um, and even just after this, not only did I see articles about Zayn coming out with his anxiety, um, but also, uh, like, people 
different um, websites compiling all the artists who've talked about their anxiety and like putting quotes that they've all had. So if you click on that, you can see like, you can hear the stories about a whole bunch of different people and how they all deal with it. Um, And I think that's just so important to have someone like to represent what you're going through uh, who's who's famous or who you can look up to or whatever. Yeah. Um. So this is just it's just good, really good of him to have posted this. Yeah, I definitely really respect him so much for doing this because he doesn't owe it to us. No, he doesn't at all. But definitely. Um. And and to have to cancel a performance, you can imagine that he wanted to do. He had all his friends and family coming to. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know. You can imagine what it was like for him. So. Yeah. Um, but I just hope that he, I don't know, that, like, his management or something finds some way to, like, help him with this and sort of, like, not push him to his breaking point and mm-hmm. just really be... Because you can imagine there's, like, contracts in yeah, place. Yeah, I know, but it just... world tour. If he literally cannot do it, it's, like, you're, you're harming the person you should be working with. Mm-hmm. Um, not, like, working them to their literal wit's end. Like, that just completely unfair and inhumane yeah and how do you think this goes into him leaving one direction do you think it has any ties or is that sort of separate um i mean i saw a lot of people sort of being not a lot of people but a few people being sort of angry um and saying that this is just like an excuse or like an easy excuse i'm putting that in air quotes um that like mental health he's just like using that as like a cover or something but i just like I don't, like, see what the point would that like, of that would be. Um, and I can see... I don't know. I can see um, anxiety working in a bunch of different ways. Like, it's, it affects you differently in different points of your life. Um, and he could have had different mental health struggles within One Direction. Um, mm-hmm. That could have been making him super unhappy, which he's said before. Um, so then, like, he got what he wanted. Um, which was to have a solo career, but then there's all these, like, negatives that came out of it. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, such a struggle. It just, it just, I feel like, man, I just hope he finds a good balance because it just seems like it's so heartbreaking that, like, he, like, finally, you know, was able to go on his own, but now he's, like, facing all these other hurdles that, like, he probably didn't think of before. So true. I just hope he finds a way to do his music and be happy. Yeah, exactly. That's what we all want. Mm-hmm. For ourselves too. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Zane retweeted a um, his like. What am I trying to say? He's on the cover of Dazed magazine, the summer issue, and he retweeted the article that they wrote about him. And it's a pretty lengthy article. It's pretty cool. I definitely go recommend it. But I just wanted to talk about some of the um, cool and new information that we found out from before this you get into article. Zane. Yep. Um. I, what did you think of the opening of the article? Oh, yeah. I, like, Do you wrote, have that? I, yeah, I have that as the okay. first thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Go ahead. Okay, so I wanted, I was going to skip over this because it made me angry, but also I'm realizing that I can't just, like, say that it's, like, Caitlin's, like, dead right now. She just <laughs> flopped on the ground. Um, oh. I can't just, like, glaze over it because it'd be a disservice to you guys and just, like, kind of, um, I don't know. So, okay, so it starts off. Um, talking about the day that Zayn left the band and quoting some fans. Um, in a, and the way they talk about this, the, um, the author of the article was really, in my opinion, condescending. Um, so condescending. Yeah, it just, like... The, uh, it just Clearly the, didn't understand who the fandom was. And, like, using... 
I don't know. I've seen this happen so many times where they just, like, use quotes out of context and just, like, I mean, it's a, it was a sad day for people, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sad when, like, uh, for some people, their favorite band member left their favorite band. Like, how could you not be devastated for p- someone that you've, like, followed for years and years? Like, you would never see a person writing about, like, if, uh, you know, people were upset that their favorite sports player <laughs> i don't know sports their favorite player was leaving their favorite sports team or got traded off or whatever and people were upset on twitter you would never see the type of condensation or condensation <laughs> um condescension i don't know um, definitely not condensation <laughs> um you would not see that this portrayal like would happen in any other format except for teenage girls and boy bands like it just like just be respectful. Like, I get it's, like, kind of ridiculous thing, but also it's people people's emotions, like, it's just frustrating, and also, um... No, like, all the young girls are crying. Yeah. Like, okay, stop it. Yeah. Um, it was just, like, overdramatic, and just... It just was done in a really condescending it's way. It's almost to me as if they're, like, writing for 50-year-old men or something Right? Just, like, read. just like have something. a little laugh over, yeah, like, girls. Yeah, they'll be like, girls. oh, those young girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, millennials, they don't know a thing. Like, I know. Like, oh, them and their trophies, you know. Uh, like, they need to get a job. <laughs> so God. annoying. God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then, um, I, I feel like hopefully the mic is still picking me up because I'm, like, squirming around. <laughs> We've moved around a lot. Sorry I know, for the sound, guys. flopping around. Um, then they added this quote in. Everyone was just crying, recalls Malik, wincing and suppressing a laugh. Yeah, sorry about that. Ugh. Um, which, like, I was, like, side-eyeing Zane and, like, clearly, but, like, just the, the words around it mm-hmm. make it seem like the author was, ha- like, had their own intent to yeah. show that Zane I don't know. And clearly they asked a pointed pointed question yeah. as well. And, like, also, that's why, like, I don't really love print interviews, because you never get to see, like... Yeah. I don't know. And it just... So I don't... I mean, obviously it's not the freaking greatest thing that Zane could have said, um, but just, like, I just know that the author clearly had their own intent to show the mm-hmm. fans in a negative light, so um, I don't know. I just worry about seeing that, like, as just... Yeah. I don't know, n- completely negative on Zane. Um, what did you think about that whole little bit? Um, yeah, I agree. I, I was, what stood out to me more was the author's tone of voice coming across than, like, the actual quote that Zane gave. Mm, yeah. Just, like, the author clearly putting fans in a negative light and, like, trying to, like, tell the story that's been told a million times. I know, times. right? Like, he doesn't need to tell that. We know. <laughs> everyone knows, dude. Like, everyone. Shut up already. No like, one cares about that. Get over yourself. Thank God the rest of the article was great, though, because they asked some um, pretty cool questions, and they brought up some pretty cool topics. Yeah. Um, so that was just, like, I was pissed off uh, um, after reading the the first um, whatever paragraph, but then, like, I'm glad I kept reading, because it was pretty good. Okay, so this is a quote from Zane. He said, I don't get much feedback from my peers. I spoke a bit to Taylor Swift at Gigi's house. We briefly spoke and she told me she really enjoyed the album. It was nice to get some feedback. She said she thought I was cool and I kind of blushed a bit and I didn't know how to take it. Like, I just thought that was so cute. And, like, who wouldn't blush at Taylor Swift telling them their album's good? That's like, so true. She's, like, on top of it in the pop yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and just, like, imagine all of those famous 
and beautiful people just in one room I just like complimenting each other i just feel like it's so wild that those people get to like gaze at each other and just be in the same room i know and then it's like you're sort of on the same level almost like if taylor swift was here yeah. you'd be like well that's weird because like taylor swift <laughs> is like a goddess and then like it but amongst like zane and Gigi and taylor like it's just like they're all so high up like yeah. the level of fame like the bottom line. I mean, there's a huge gap between our fame and Taylor Swift's fame. Our fame. <laughs> and by our fame, I mean not famous at all. But, you know, Zayn or Gigi and Taylor, the, I mean, the gap's still pretty big because Taylor's hugely famous. Yeah. But, like, you know, you're all in the same sort of, like, oh, we're all... You, you become, like, a sort of a normal teenager or a normal 20-year-old again. Yeah. Like, you're not just Taylor Swift. You're, like, Taylor, Zayn, Gigi, like, I don't Crazy. know. Crazy. And he, like, called her just Taylor, didn't even call her Taylor Swift, because Swift was, like, added in by the author. So I was just, like, just casual Taylor. Yeah. I just thought that was cool, and just, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, pretty humbling. Um, I just thought it was cool. It made him, you know, seem like an actual human, not just, like, you know, Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also he went on to talk about his clothing, and um, in particular he was talking about um, his Met Gala outfit which was like his cool suit and like the the metal arm that he had on um and he said about that um but i enjoyed it because they were saying i looked like a dude from mortal Kombat, and it was actually based on a character from the video game series called Jax. he had metal arms and the theme was technology so i just took it from him it's a bit easy to dress up in just the suit i like to do things that are a bit outside of that A lot of starting references for me are technology and prints. I'm conscious in the back of my head of how he was sort of bold and fearless in the way he decided to dress. He created another world with the clothes he wore, and it gave him an otherworldly feel, which is all part of his legend, I guess. I was really upset with the fact that he passed away, but it's nice that we can use things now to portray what inspired us about him. That was kind of what I was doing at the Met Ball, being fearless, but I was just having fun. Um, so I thought that was really cool, because we have seen Zayn, like, over the years. He's been pretty experimental with his fashion. I feel like, I feel like he's just, like, headed in a direction that, like, I don't know. I just think that he can, like, he has, like, free reign on his attire now. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be really cool. And I was thinking about this, and I feel like maybe a way to, um, you know, um, help with his anxiety of performing and stuff is to just, like, become, or just, like, channel, like, Lady Gaga in, like, early 2000, like, 11, 2012, 2013. Not, not 13. Like, 2009-ish. Like, you know, when she was, like, when in her we went hype. went to the concert? Yeah. Yeah, like, that era where she was just, like, you know, paparazzi, bad yeah. romance, those kind of days, like, where she was just, like, very, like, her costumes were, like, art and just, like, I feel like he if to he... to go full Veronica again. Oh my god, that too. But, like, imagine if he just, like, showed up to a red carpet, like, in an egg. Like, he wouldn't have to talk. He could just, like, his egg would speak for himself. You Literally. know what I mean? And Zane's kind of, like, holy. So, like, yeah. just, if you look at him. Yeah, and, like, he could... I don't know. Like, I just think he has the face and just, like, the aura to just pull off anything. Exactly. So, he should just go on full out, just crazy awesome like costuming and i think that like he could just like completely just be like the silent artist that just like show portrays himself like in these really cool avant-garde 
like costumes and stuff and i just think that that could do all the talking for him and he could just like be silently just oh my like god, he should be a guest on project runway oh my god that would be like, so exciting they have to create a, an outfit for him <gasps> for the stage cool like, avant-garde week oh that my god incredible Gigi was a um guest judge on rupaul's drag race and it was Ooh. it was pretty great i want zane to go on like that or veronica <laughs> oh my god yes they should um have a challenge where they have zane come and they dress him up and make him full on drag like that would be dope that would be great oh my god they need to something... like what? what oh i just was saying that like i feel like the fact that we only got to see Veronica once in our lives was just sad. And that's in the best song ever for yeah. those who don't know why we call, keep calling yeah. him Veronica. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And also with this, he actually, like, designed the suit yeah. with the designer. Yeah. Um, so he got the chance to actually, like, work on the design of the suit thing, which is what I just said. <laughs> but I couldn't think of other words to say it again. But that's really awesome that he's actually, like doing some of like the behind the scenes type of stuff not just putting on the clothing like he and i could see him like getting really into that because he likes art and he likes that and fashion is art and yeah and he's always been into fashion like yeah you know he's always gone to fashion shows and just like been really experimental even before harry was really i think Mm -hmm. i want to see his like sketchbook where he like sketched out what he wanted his suit to look like that's so true instagram it zane oh for real Sometimes when we say things, they happen on this podcast, so, like... All right, ghost, this is where it's your turn <laughs> This is where right you now. come in. Come to shine. <laughs> um, I have a lot of quotes, but I feel like I'm going to just pick and choose. All right. Um, so, this is a quote about his song, Flower, the intermission song. Um, he says, it's called Sufi. It's a religious style of music that is like a deep meditation prayer where you just sit and sing the same melody over and over. It's meant to get you into a trance state. A lot of Indian singers used to um, do that back in the day, like Nusrat Fateh um, Ali Khan. Sorry if I said that wrong. I looked up the pronunciation, but I definitely did not do that justice. Um, He was played a lot throughout my house, um, and my dad used to listen to um, that style of music a lot, so that influenced me at an early age. Um, and I just thought that was really cool because I think this is the first time he's talked about his influences um, uh, in writing the song Flower from his album. And, like, that song's so beautiful and incredible. Um, and I really loved hearing the inspiration behind it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was so cool because that's, like, a standout on the album for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and to sort of... I know he doesn't like talking about uh, his religion that much and, like, stuff like that. So to have this sort of snippet into like his influence maybe that aren't like the r&b which he talked about yeah. when he was like on one direction um to like hear this stuff about what his dad would listen to and how that inspired him and like how we can see it come together in his music just on a whole um i just thought was really cool yeah and i just think he sounds so articulate even i know in this whole like the whole article he comes across as someone who sounds very intelligent and articulate and um someone who comes across as someone who who like english and writing is something that they are good at and they are passionate about he was saying i don't know if you're gonna read this one but he's saying like he likes poetry and he's always liked language and like the way it's being able to be perceived by different people which is just so interesting you can tell he's a very deep thinker about these things in particular yeah and i think that maybe um 
I was thinking that I feel like he really does his best interviewing um, when it's like a print interview. And I think that maybe like cameras sort of freak him out when he doesn't do um, like he doesn't say like the kind of things that he would say to just like a one on one interview. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of upsetting because I'd love to see like this uh, being an actual like, you know, video interview and like be able to see like him saying this and like seeing the way he articulated. He should start a YouTube channel so that he can like be himself and not have like anxiety about it. He can do some vlogs. I meant to say vlogs. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, what would be vlogs? Zio's vlogs. Daily's vlogging. Oh my god. (laughs) Zlaley's vlogging. Oh my god. Yes. Yikes. Um, but yeah, I just think that he does have like a really awesome brain and I'm glad I would definitely recommend reading this article because I think that like a lot of this we didn't like know before. Um, and it was just a cool article except for that first part, but you know, that's okay. Uh, and that, it just shows you like how much more you can know about one of the boys if it's, um, like them doing some solo work, whether that be like Harry and acting or Niall going to his golfing events or Liam at his sister's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) No, whatever solo projects they're doing. Um, like we just get to hear in, in solo interviews, you get a sort of a bigger insight into who they are because they're not, they're catering to one person rather than to four or five people. So it's just like really cool to let them have a voice and, and talk in bigger segments period. <laughs> Caitlin's, like, throwing this little, like, fuzzball around, and it's been, like, really distracting to me. And, like, I didn't realize she stopped talking, because I was like, where did it go? Because she like, just lost it. I, like, didn't end it with the correct tone of voice, though. <laughs> like, I, it was as if I was gonna keep going, and then I didn't have anything else to say. I think so. we both forgot how to... I forgot how to read in this episode, <laughs> and you kind of forgot how to speak, but it's okay. I forgot or, like, how to do everything. Intonate. I'm only breathing through one nostril right now. One of them's plugged. <laughs> Oh my god, I was like, Caitlin, how are you doing that? That's such a body control. Like, that's- Can you imagine? Yeah. It's like really throwing me off. You know, like you can't concentrate until you can breathe. So true. And I'm I'm really grateful that I can breathe right now through both nostrils. <laughs> well, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. That was my turn to sympathy, apparently. Okay, on to our main discussion. Woo! Uh, <laughs> We're trying to keep the uh, energy up. <laughs> but it's just turning into, like, loopy energy, so... Which is good, I feel like, for this kind of main discussion, because it's just a, um, a little conglomeration of all little um, segments, so... Which mm. are all kind of uh, wacky in themselves, so I think that's, like, our energy would be good for this, because it's, like, when your brain isn't functioning properly, and you just, like, say the first thing that comes to your mind, that's, like, what these need. That is exactly right. That's good that you think that. (laughs) Um, So our first little segment um, is called What's the Sitch? And we um, played this for the first time a couple episodes episodes ago. And um, what it is is we just plop One Direction into a situation and just talk about what would happen if they're in these situations. And... um, we got an anon on Tumblr who said, can you do an episode where you talk about One Direction if they lived in different time periods? What would they be like and what would they do? For example, ancient Rome, the Middle Ages, the 1920s, etc. Thanks. And I loved that idea. I thought it was genius. And I thought we so could cool. do um, a, like two different uh, like time periods right now and maybe we could like expand on them in the future because I feel like I'm not. I didn't love history as a 
child, as a human. <laughs> I, I mean, history is pretty cool in some aspects, but, like, I don't know too much about it. Um, but we could, like, use our own, like, creative integrity and artistic abilities to just make up things. Um, but for now, we're going to do two that I sort of know about. Like I don't know anything about the Stone Ages. Um, I like, mean, don't we still have stones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just think, like, the caveman Spongebob. All right. That is so clear. I to hope me. that's that's where I get my history. I mean, honestly, like, what didn't SpongeBob teach us except for the freaking Krabby Patty formula? That is so annoying. When Kara speaks the truth, <laughs> like, I wanted to know, like, what made it so good. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. And like, the only thing they had are those like stupid gummy Krabby Patties, and you're just like, but I want a real one. So true. You know what I mean? Except it's made out of crab. Is it like, Krabby? Patty? No, it's just because like it's Mr. Krabs' shop. I don't know that could be made out of do they have cow meat down there i don't know but why would they have made crab meat and like the boss is although he (gasps) loves money so much that i feel like he would be willing to sacrifice crabs wait what do they eat what do crabs eat plankton now i'm thinking of the crabs in finding nemo there were crabs in finding nemo when they nemo got out spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) when nemo got flushed down the toilet yeah and he went through the pipe. Oh yeah, and they were like crabbing. Like, what did they? What did they say? I don't know. But they like didn't they like, they like the bubbles? But not did, the bubble guy. But like the bubbles, the bubbles came out. They crabbed over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited for Finding Dory. Like me too. I'm so ready for it. I feel I'm like I've been waiting pumped. my whole life. for We this. have been. I think I've seen Finding Nemo more times than I've seen any other thing in my entire life. In, I swear, in school, every single week we saw Finding Nemo. We watched it in Nemo. Spanish. We watched it on every single field trip we ever took. It's like, th- that was the it's only so one though. that was deemed appropriate. Even in, every like, other junior year high school. I know, they're like, we can't show you anything but Nemo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we watched Taken and Finding Nemo on a trip <laughs> in, like, sophomore year of high school, which is really weird because Taken... What Taken, a combo. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Finding Nemo was dope, and I remember having the... Um, the dvd of it and maybe it was no it was definitely dvd and there was this fun game that like the fish had to like um you know those little like minnow fish that like um formed into like different shapes and stuff so they did this thing it was this game that you had to like they were forming the shape and you had to like guess i think (gasps) i don't remember like the details but it was so fun and i bought the dvd just for that because i played it at my friend's house brilliant it was such a fun time i played it for like eons eons um anyway <laughs> our train of thought like someone should like map out like Seriously. where this went especially the liam's sister's wedding to yes. alien norms <laughs> um anyway so our first time period is the stone ages if one direction were in the stone ages what the heck would they be doing and like each one who what would they what would they be like hmm. what would their jobs be in this like little community i feel like zane would be the person who, like, was responsible for doing, like, the art on the walls. Yeah, the cave painting. Cave painting. What's that called? Is that just called cave painting? I mean, there's hieroglyphics, but that's, no. like, different. <laughs> cave painting. It's pretty cool. Like, I feel like he would get all these cool different berries and different shades. Oh, my God. He'd be so good at it. Yeah. Because it's basically, like, what graffiti is. Yes. So, just, like, ancient graffiti. That'd be so cool. But you know what? That's interesting that we call cave painting art, but then graffiti is looked down upon when it's, like, so in an true. art manner. So, it makes you think. It makes you think that maybe in a trillion years, someone will look at graffiti and think it's art. Maybe. I hope that's the only thing that's left of art, is just graffiti in a million years. The only thing? 
Well, not a picture of like Zane's face. That's true. Um, just like Harry's tattoos. <laughs> yes. A close up of like the moth butterfly. <laughs> oh I don't want to call it a moth. I don't. I know it's technically a moth. No, piece. but who said? He called it a butterfly on his yeah, Instagram. But the body is just like, you know, too thick to be a butterfly. But too thick? You don't know that. I, I was a butterfly to me. connoisseur when I was in preschool, so I think I well, didn't know. But yeah, we'll just call it a butterfly because moths are like the devil's Well, creature. no. Moths are beautiful too in their own way. Please don't. We have Just to treat all bugs equally. Oh, like those tiny, I mean, the giant moths. Oh my god, I'm oh. literally... <gasps> I love those ones, though. The ones the that look like things. they have, like, friggin' eyes I on their wings. I hate that. Especially, that's why I think I don't like um, owls, too, because they, don't they have that? With, like, that yeah, sometimes. <sighs> okay. So, okay, so Zane's yeah, the cave drawer. cave painter. Am I just doing this, or are you doing We're. I think me? we're conjoining. Conjoining. Twins. We're Siamese. Yeah. Okay. Harry would be... the. The, the witch doctor. Oh, <laughs> love it. Oh my God, yes. The berry picker. He could be both. Yeah, because he has to like pick the berries to like make the potions. So true. And, and like gather would go the to herbs. him for like advice. He'd like say the he's love like guru. connected to the spiritual Oh my world. God, yes. He just like talks to like animals, the woolly mammoths. Yeah, he'd be like the old lady, like except he'd be hairy. And also he like, he wouldn't be like scary. He'd, like, everyone oh, no. would come to him, and, like, he'd, like, you know, show, um, you know, the little kids, like, how to make a little potion to, like, heal their oh animals God, or something. Oh, where's the thick? I don't know. Where's the cave and hairy thick, man? <laughs> I swear it's out there. I'm, oh, my God. I'm, like, searching after this. Yes. Oh. Um, there was one fic that I was looking for that doesn't exist. It's not One Direction. I was, I was just, like, thinking about how cool it would be if, um, Scully from X-Files and Peggy Carter... Uh, my two loves because <laughs> they're in totally different worlds peggy carter's from in the marvel universe and scully's in x-files but i want them to be in a crossover fic if anyone has that please send it my way i would be totally down you completely lost me <laughs> i know but um caitlin promised she was gonna watch captain america with me i know so, i did so and that's gonna happen maybe we're this gonna weekend. marathon it and we could marathon it over a couple of weeks it's fine because yeah. i feel like then you can really retain it better and like sure. not be sick of it i'm just so excited because i love the first <laughs> one so much because peggy carter is the light of my life and the love of my life um and obviously captain erica anyway stone anyway. ages um i think not a liam would be a hunter yeah i was thinking that yeah for like sure. the leader of the pack the hunter of the pack yeah he'd be like the the with the what is it called the spears spear that's the I think one. I said spear. <laughs> um, what would Louie be doing? He, I feel like he would be involved with that somehow, but like more like the brains behind it. As yeah, well. like the like tactic might, master. Yeah, but he'd also go on it, but he'd yeah. be like tactical, like figuring things out, like planning it, sort of planning, maybe like exploring, finding. Places. Oh yeah, exploring like if they wanted to move, like he would yeah. be the first one to go and like scout out the land. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Liam would, like, come to be his, like, backup buddy. Yeah, it would definitely be the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Niall? <laughs> He'd be, like, the entertainment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he, he would, like, create their first instruments, like, on oh the rocks God. or something. Like, when they're all, like, you know. And that he would discover fire because he's, oh like, freaking banging on, like, the sticks <laughs> and the rocks and bam, there's fire. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. We just unlocked the past. Could you imagine if this, like, literally happened? Like, in a parallel universe, One Direction. You know how, like, sometimes there's, like, ideas about how, like, in any universe, they, like, all the boys would find each other. Or, like, yeah, I love that. end up with the same people and blah, I blah, blah. That. 
this happened in one of the universes. And how, like, everyone has past lives and stuff. Yeah. Like, they could have, this could have actually happened. Oh, my God. What would their name have been? Something about stones. I mean, I don't think they had the exact, they didn't have English. <laughs> it was just well, kind of guttural sounds. Maybe. Oh my god, that's, that was it. That was all. It's a beautiful image. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just imagining all of them with like loincloths too. <laughs> that's just like what they would have. Oh, on Halloween they should do that one year. <laughs> they really like failed us this Halloween. Right? They need Remember to when make we were just like a, thinking like. to us in loincloths. <laughs> and just like acting this out. And Harry just, like, would get so into it. Oh my god. He would have like a Gucci like. <laughs> A Gucci, like, oh tiny little loincloth. Brilliant. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I just remember, like, when we were doing our um, Halloween episode, we were just, like, waiting all day to, like, see, like, what they would come up with. Like, I know. Like, because they had their, what's it called, their concert that day. We were, their like, last oh my God. concert. They're definitely going to have to, like, dress up. And we were just, I like, know. talking about, like, what they could all do. And then nothing happened. How good was that day, though? That was incredible. I love that. One of the that. best days of my life. Definitely one of the best, like, the best, best Halloween, too. like, I've had. Yeah. That if was you such didn't a listen to weekend. our holiday episode. Halloween ha- episode, yeah. <laughs> Halloween episode. <laughs> Definitely go do. It was our first bonus episode, I think. Yeah, and we didn't label it as a bonus episode, though. It was though, Halloween episode. So, just go find it. It's back in October. You can we check the dates. We talked so much about our past Halloween episodes. We did a bunch of, like, these fun segments that I don't think... I don't know. I feel like that was, like, one of the first times we, like, did all these weird segments. Yeah, it was um, really fun. It was just such a fun time, man. Oh, my God. What a day. Good days. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next, um, like, you know, time-traveling place we're going to, a.k.a. period of time, I don't know why I said it in such a convoluted manner, <laughs> they're going into the 1920s. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So I'm picturing... Louis would definitely have a speakeasy, like, a, a legal bar. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, he'd, like, play the piano at a bar or something as well. Oh, yeah. he would be the piano man. Yeah, but he would also, he, maybe, I don't know if Liam, do you think Liam would, like, own the, like, co-own the bar with him? Because it's, like, you know, like. He'd bartend. Like, the, because it's, like, you know, like, um, uh, alcohol was illegal during this time. Mm -hmm. Um, so they had all these, like. Well, was this, like, Liam, 16-year-old Liam? I know, right? Or Liam, like, Two kidney Liam. <laughs> One Liam, kidney or two yeah. kidney pain? Liam, two kidney pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh my god. Um, that's what like that's what's up. That's what you have like, to think about. I don't know. I could see him being a really good bartender, but he also could be the cop that busts in and True. breaks up the the True. shenanigans. True. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, like, what side of the law he know. wants to be on. It's really up to him. It's his destiny to choose. Because I think that, like, at this time of his life, he's so, like, entrenched in Louis' culture. I know. That I think that he would be a part of Louis' yeah. um, entourage and a part of his, like, underground alcohol business. Uh-huh. Because he did, like, remember the Funky Buddha. What if their underground... I was oh, about to say saloon. God. What would the name of the Funky Buddha um, be? The Fedora Buddha. Like, you know how they would have oh, fedoras? Yes. Or the, um, what other things happened in that? The Suave Buddha. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, the Flapping Buddha. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, boy. Um, 
what would Harry do? Harry would definitely be fighting for women's rights. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he would true. be like out there with all the other suffragettes. True. Like And he would be actually inclusive, like not um oh, totally a lot inclusive. of white suffragettes were not inclusive. No, he would be the bomb diggity. Yes. Harry, sure. my babe, you're always going to be brilliant no matter what era we put you in. I know. And for people of color, because mm-hmm. that was absolutely not... They did not have rights in the 1920s, folks. Nope. In America. God. It's just so frustrating thinking about how terrible America is sometimes. <laughs> Whew, um, okay, I gotta rein it in. Glad I'm a Canadian. In. You live in America, so... <laughs> I know. Oh, man. So um sad. so Harry would be an activist. He'd he'd be fighting. Mm-hmm. Niall. Niall. What the heck would Niall be doing? I could also see him being a piano man. Like, like we don't like know much about jazzy, the, like, yeah. Oh my god, true. Uh that was my air piano. Very good. Uh, a lot of skills involved. What did people do in the night? What did they do? Like, um, oh my god, why did we not think of this sooner? He definitely, with his little cap, he sold newspapers. <gasps> That's We're it! We're so stupid! He's a newspaper boy. Yeah, what, are, what are they Extra, say? extra! Yep. Read all about it! Now do that in an Irish accent. <laughs> I was practicing my Australia the other- You do have a good Australian accent sometimes. Have you ever heard my Australian Like, you say it on some words. Okay, let's see if I can channel it. No, it's not- You know when you try to think of yeah, it- Yeah, and, and it's like, it doesn't you? come naturally, yeah. I'm gonna have to like you have to get into it. Yeah. What am I supposed to say? Um, extra no no. <laughs> <laughs> what are the words that you like? Just like say an Australian accent because you do it sometimes. Like, I said just... beer can. No. Yeah, beer like a beer can. You yeah. Drink your beer can like a like a like a drink. <laughs> Rebecca, my sister, does it so well. I get so jealous. But don't you say, like, uh, you say, like, cute or something? Like, don't you say, like, there's, like, some phrase that you always say in, like, an Australian accent. I don't know if you... I don't, I don't, I don't know what you, what you're talking about. (laughs) She actually does have a good one. I'm gonna gonna have to get it, like, I feel like, get into it. Yeah. What can I say? Think you're Australia. Anonymous, no, no, no. Anonymous. You can't even. Read, I can't even read that. Okay. Can oh. you can you do an episode where you talk about One Direction if they lived in different time periods? What would they be like? Like, and what would they do? For example, ancient Rome, the <laughs> Rome, <laughs> the Middle Ages, the 1920s, etc. Thanks. Oh my God, the etc. <laughs> okay. was so good. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so impressed because I feel like out of any accent. Australian accent for me just seems like unfathomable. I don't know how like uh, it's how, so hard to do. Accents. Yeah, especially Australian. I feel like because British like sort of like it makes sense. To, I can't do it either, but um, I can't do any accent honestly. Even I was living in England for so long, and it really I can do it in my mind, <laughs> but not with my actual vocal cords. It's the thought that counts. That's so true. If you could like read my mind <laughs> accent, it would be dope, but we can't. So um. I, I'm really impressed. Like, that's Thank really you. good. I feel like Australian accents, like, defy physics in, like, a really cool way. And I feel like it's, you're, like, breaking that precipice. It's so interesting to see how, like, your mouth moves yeah. differently. Like, Australian, I feel like it's super, like, lower jaw. Like, I feel like my lower jaw is moving. And then, mm. like, British, you, like, have to open it up and you're like, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Well, like, more, like, proper British. I'm trying to work on my non-proper British oh, accent. Like Cockney English? Well, like, 
even just like because whenever I go British, my my voice like literally like I'm like, do you want a cup of tea? Like I'm like yeah, okay, yeah. like, like oh my goodness, posh. like oh posh, and like my but like literally my voice like gets higher. But like I'm trying to do my British accent, but keeping my voice like in my own tone, mm. and this is how I usually speak. So like rather than going, oh, do you want a cup of tea? Like I'm yeah. like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? Like in, in yeah. my actual voice. I think it's so interesting, like when you hear actors go from like British accents into like American accents, mm-hmm. um, especially if they're normal, like if they're normally British and then they do an American accent, like their voice pitch does usually change it's though. So it weird. usually gets like deeper. deeper. Yeah. Like and and because like Americans so like lax and whatever. Yeah. And British, I feel like it's like a little bit more like up, well, depending on the British. Like, yeah, very true. Like a bajillion. I know. Like, That's, like, like, one thing that um, One Direction did teach me, because I didn't really know, like, the differences, like, how many different kinds of British accents there were, which I don't know why I never thought of that before, but I think just because um, uh, it's such a small country that I didn't mm-hmm. realize there were so many freaking yeah, different, it's, like... it's, like, such a big thing there. Like, it's so cool. People know how to, like, imitate all yeah. the accents. Here, like, I mean, we have, like, Southern versus, like, Boston or New York, but, like, there's not that much. Or, like, they go Valley Girl, which is just a whole lot of <laughs> problems with that. But, like, there's not... In England, I feel like there's so many different accents, and they're very specific to, like, the place and the culture, and it's so interesting. Yeah. I just, like, want to go watch all these, like, different accent videos I now. Know. And just, like, listen Those and, like, talk, like, learn about the linguistics behind it. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, do we, we get all of them? I... <laughs> we, we didn't Zane. do Zane. Zane would be a flapper. Oh my gosh, yes. I was thinking Harry would be a flapper. Harry could be a flapper. Right? Oh, he would be all of it. Yeah. Um, Suffragette, flapper. He would just break Suffragette those gender Suffragette by day, norms. flapper by night. Oh my god, true. What'd you say? Um, he would just he, break the gender norms. As he does. It's so true. Wonderful. Um, what the heck would Zane be doing? I feel like he would write poetry. Ooh, he would be like an anonymous poet who like sells millions of books and then like... Or just like a really kind of like down on his luck poet. And just, he doesn't do well for himself, but, like, after he dies, he gets really famous. That's sad. I know, but look, that's it's... That's the story. It's very true, though. Yeah. It's, that's my, that's my canon, and that's what you're gonna have to live with. Did I start recording again? Oh, my God, thank God. I forgot <laughs> for a second if I had or not. Oh, that would be rough. So I now... I could fake that twice. Yeah. I mean, not fake it twice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can do that again. <laughs> I can fake liking Kara for that much time again. Um, so now we're gonna go into Juan Diaz, and... Juan Diaz. <laughs> Cameron Diaz. Um, Juan Diaz, Cameron Diaz. Um, we're gonna do classic cartoon shows, and this was a recommendation from an Anon on Tumblr, and I love getting suggestions from you guys. It's so interesting, you guys are so creative, and, um, after we give our, um what we think 1D would be as classic cartoon shows, I'm going to read their answers. I haven't, like, I glanced over them, but I didn't want to, like, be, um, you know... Influenced. Influenced by them, so I have it in, like, invisible ink, aka just, like, black text on black uh, highlight right now, so, you know, it'll be revealed soon. And um, we didn't prepare for this. No, no. So this is, like, off the bat right here, off the right cuff, now. Off the bat, freestyling. Exactly. Um, I'm thinking... Um... Louie would be Tom and Jerry. <gasps> that is totally Louie. Yeah. And that like, was a great show, except I kind of wanted the cat to get the mouse. Really? Yeah. I wanted them to just, like, I, sometimes it really frustrated me, though, because it was just, like, some of the things, like, just seemed so painful, and it I just, know. like, hurt It was like, okay, at. just give them the mouse one time. Just, I feel like Louie would be Jerry. Yeah. 
Because he's just he would, tiny yeah. and, like, and, like, conniving. He always set up, like, these traps to hurt the cat. Tom. Oh, I was gonna say, what was Louie <laughs> doing to cats? Like, please. No, the mouse. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I he mean, was, like, the... always super smart and, like, yeah. conniving. Did yeah. you say conniving? Mm-hmm. It's a good word. Conniving. I feel like, um, Tom was not a innocent cat, though. No. He was pretty evil, too. He was. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> I'm trying to think. This could be, like, any cartoon show. Cause it, could it be a non-cartoon, but a kid show? <laughs> um, I guess. Well, I was thinking, well, Harry could probably be a lot. The first thing that popped into my head was the Wiggles. Oh, my God. I was just thinking that, too. I could see that. <laughs> Harry would be a brilliant Wiggle if he was on that show. Why have I... Do I think I've seen, like, crossovers of One Direction and the Wiggles? I don't know why I'm thinking that. I read a fic that. once where well, Harry was... A singer that wasn't the Wiggles, but it was a similar show. The Shakes. <laughs> the Squiggles. I don't know what it was, but maybe that could be it. I oh don't my god, know. Fruit Salad has been stuck in my head since fourth grade. <laughs> to this they present day. brilliant songs. They were, they were interesting. Um, I'm trying to think, what would Harry be? I feel like he needs to be something, like, bright and colorful and fun. Mmm... What is some good cartoon shows? Blue's Clues. That's fun. SpongeBob. Rugrats. SpongeBob, I think, would be... Neil? I was thinking Niall or Liam. Zane would be, like, some fancy cartoon. (laughs) Oh my god, you know what Zane would be? He would be, um... What was that show my dad loved? Samurai Jack. It was this, like, really cool cartoon network show oh this here it is um that like aired like late at night and it didn't have any talking but it was just like this really cool i don't know it was just like really cool and there was no like talking it was just like um the samurai who like went on on these different adventures um and it was kind of like definitely like heavily focused on like the martial arts aspect That's and cool. like yeah it was just it was pretty cool and like there Flashed was back to 1D day when Oh my god, yeah. Louie and Zane did martial arts. Oh my god, TBT. And I just feel like he would just be, like, sort of, like, a more uh, conceptual, like, mm-hmm. high-class cartoon, I guess. So true. <laughs> I just thought of some for Harry. Oh, what'd you think? Um, I have two. Okay. They're both good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, yeah. I just looked at that and I was like, that's Harry. And Sailor Moon. Oh my god! <laughs> You're so right! <laughs> I've been watching oh. Sailor Moon because I never really watched really? it when I was younger, oh, and I was it's great, and I, I don't love the cat. anything it's great. about it, but I know we played at recess, like, oh I always God. wanted to be Sailor Moon. She's cool. It was awesome. You could see Liam being Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's a scary show. <laughs> I know. I don't think... Or what else was there? Jimmy Neutron, oh Timmy my God. Turner, what is it, Fairly, Fairly Odd, Odd Parents? Fairly Odd Parents, a great show. I had a crush on Timmy Turner when I was <laughs> young. What a weird... Thing to admit. Um, maybe Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Maybe Liam. Yeah, Liam Scooby Doo. He's like got that dog vibe. I, also, I just feel like he would be the kind of guy who would like be a Fred-like character. I know we've talked about how we don't really love Fred, but he would be yeah. sort of just like willing to go come into on, like guys, yeah come on gang you know what i mean like yeah. he'd totally be that didn't we do one ds scooby-doo characters at one point i don't point? know i think i can't remember we may have we don't m- remember we might have because yeah I'm, i don't know <laughs> i don't know so liam scooby-doo 
Harry's Powerpuff Girls, maybe. Slash Sailor Moon. Slash Sailor Moon. Louie, do we make one for, do we have one for Louie? Oh, yeah, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Niall, do we have one for Niall? SpongeBob, and then Samurai Jack for Zane. Good job. Okay, that only took 17 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, do you remember Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? Yeah, I loved that That show. That was so fun. Oh my god, I loved Blue. And that was like when we were a little slightly older. But it was like a good show, it wasn't just like, it wasn't like for like little children. Billy and Mandy was scary, and like my friend liked it. And like it was scary, and I had to like, when I watched it over my friends, I I had to pretend to like it, because I was like, she's too cool, like I had to like be on her level, you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. The Fosters was a great show. I miss these shows. Dexter's Laboratory wasn't as... I mean, I still watch it, but I it, like... that one. It was pretty good. Not the best. We're just, like, looking at, like, <laughs> Google images for... Um, oh my god, do you remember a pup named Scooby-Doo? That was all that was ever no, on when you stayed home I from school. It was, like, when Scooby-Doo was a little doll. Like, actually, was it? Like, when he was younger? I don't know. I think so, Yeah. God. That was all that was ever on. I watched so much Scooby-Doo when I stayed home from school because I always stayed home from school. Scooby-Doo was one of the best. It was a true classic. I want to watch it right now. It really was. I think we, um, me and my friends just recently watched the Scooby-Doo movie with, um... The real people? Yeah. That's a really... With the dinosaurs? No. Mm-hmm. the other one? The one where they're at that, like, resort, like, not resort, like, that island. That's the dinosaur one. Is it? And then, like, oh, uh, yeah. No. With, like, his little, like, yeah. what's his little yeah. tiny evil cousin? No, that's the one with the zombies. Zombies. There was Zombie so much. people. But that also yeah. might be part of the dinosaurs. It might I be. I don't know. It was a good one. I liked it. It was good. It was very enthralling. I was... Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo. That... Yes. That conniving <laughs> little dog. Dog, yeah. Um, so let me read what our listener wrote in. Um, so what they had was, um, they did specifically just from Nickelodeon, which is cool. We just kind of went through all ages and all, mm. you know, whatever channels. Um, so they had Niall as Rugrats, and their reasoning was cute, lovable, the baby of the group. That's cute. I think we've always talked about how, like, Niall, everyone always thinks that he's the youngest. Like, yeah. it always just, like, everyone I've talked to always assumes he's the everyone youngest. Everyone wants to, like, protect him yeah. because he's so cute and, and lovable. Just lovable. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. Um, Louis is rocket power. Oh, my God. I <gasps> yes. see that. Sporty tries very hard to be cool. <laughs> be true. Um, oh, my God. I Can Louis skateboard? I feel like he did at the venue. Did Rocket Power? Yeah, I feel like he, like, there's definitely pictures of him. If, if he can actually do it well, we don't know, because we only have pictures. But, <laughs> right. Um, do they surf in that? Or skateboard? Maybe both. I have no idea. There was one surfing show. Yeah, I think one of them may have surfed. Maybe. Okay. They just had a lot know. of a lot of talents in this show. Um, Harry is Hey Arnold. Kind, quirky, fashion, friends with everyone. Oh, I see that. I loved That's Hey so Arnold. True. What a weird show. I loved really it, though. Really weird show. Man. And also, when someone told me that his, what everyone thought was a kilt was just a long shirt, patterned shirt. Really? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and, like, you always thinks it, thinks it's, you always just think it's a, um, a kilt. Because I was like, oh, he's just wearing a kilt. Like, he must be just really proud of his Scottish heritage. No, it's just a long shirt. Who knew? Who did know? No one. Yeah. Wild. I also just thought of Pokemon for <gasps> Louie. Oh, yeah. Louie, oh my god. He we could be just... an Ash. Oh my god. I'm just, like, so emotional. I love Pokemon so much, man. I know. 
Oh my god, Lula. Uh, we should definitely do One Direction as Pokemon one day. Yes. I'm, like, cheering up right now. I loved Pokemon so much, and I had to, like, hide <laughs> my love for it when I was, um, younger because everyone thought it was really uncool. So, like, I had all these, um, like, games, like, for Game Boy or whatever, and, um, DS, and, like, all these, like, uh, you know, I had a lot of cards and all the, like, uh, like, those books that, like, tell, told you all the, like, secrets in the games and whatever, mm-hmm. and I had to, like, hide them all when my friends came over because I was That's ashamed. So sad, And Kara. I know, it is pretty Watching sad. Watching cartoons that you don't want to watch hiding your Pokemon cards. This was before I was in Kara's life and I'm sure you did things that were like you didn't love to do or like hide parts of yourself. I feel like me as a younger kid like I don't like looking back on those days. Like I feel like I was a horrible person. Yeah me too. I think that like it's just awesome thinking of how much we changed. (laughs) I know. And just like knowing that like I'm so this is like you know what just thinking about like how like open I am about the One Direction podcast like some people would be pretty ashamed to like I mean I'm not open about it like about everyone (laughs) but like I mean I'm still I'm still proud of it and I'm still like really proud of like what we've accomplished and just like it's crazy oh my god I have to say something yeah um do you want to say anything oh I was just saying that like I feel like I've come a long way from like hiding my you know Pokemon games to like broadcasting my love of One Direction on Mm -hmm. the internet I just feel like you know character development man seriously so the other day so I'm I'm working this summer at a therapeutic program for kids and there's a whole bunch of other people my age working there, too. And to try... Okay, so there was... They, at one point... What were we talking about? Oh, they were talking about the Tonys. And I was yeah. like, oh, who hosted that? That was James Corden, right? <laughs> and I, and they were like, oh, yeah, like, he's so funny, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I had to keep it in my head. Oh, like, my God. How crazy is it that they're talking about James Corden and he freaking retweeted... I know! Like, they would, like... How how awesome would that be if I could just be like, yeah, he retweeted something I tweeted from my podcast. <laughs> you no should have. And then also, we were in the car because we were driving somewhere, and Pillow Talk came on the radio, and like someone was like, oh, is this his only song? And I had to casually be like, no, I think he has a whole album. I hate you, Caitlin. <laughs> I think he has a whole album. I, was like, I don't he, know. He has a whole album. It's like. I feel like his songs are bigger in England, I think. Like, <laughs> I think. As if you didn't know like, his full name, his entire family like, history. Like You have to, like, to uh, try to that. just, in general, to yeah. try to, like, when you know so much about something, yeah. to read There's so many posts in, on Tumblr about that. It's so like, funny. And just, like, when with people that you don't know or don't know you, and, like, you just have to be chill about it. It's, like, so intense. Oh, like, my God. Or hard. when people, like, um, who don't know you say things about, like, One Direction or whatever, oh. and they're just, like, yeah. Did, got you, it wrong. did you know that Zayn left the band <laughs> whatever like a year and a half later and you're just like wow like or they'll be like do you know Zayn left the band because he had a fight with Harry yeah and yeah. like no 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 and you have to like be really casual about like correcting them slash like, like not being like well, a jerk I about it I some I think maybe <laughs> like no like I mean like with friends that I've known for a long time like I obviously won't do that but for yeah. people well, I'm they just wouldn't meeting. even bring that up oh clearly you're the source of information yeah like it's weird because since I since I was abroad I hung out with my friends from college who I haven't seen since I went abroad um last weekend and um it's so funny how out of touch with One Direction news they <laughs> have been um because I haven't been there to like just like force feed them uh-huh. it and so they were like uh one they haven't even listened to Zayn's full album which is oh, detrimental God. to my health um um, and also they just like uh, they were just asking me all this like facts. They're just like, what can you tell me about like in your professional opinion like all this one D stuff? And I'm like, I'm living for this. Like I love when people ask me like in my professional opinion, <laughs> my One Direction like for thoughts. real. 
still, though, we're like doctorates in this. God, you know? we could have our doctorates in we this could. by this point, honestly. I'm my roommate who I haven't seen in a whole year because we were both oh on my abroad. God. I know it's been over a year. It's going to be like a year and a half. Jeez. When we see each other again. Like, she won't even have listened to the newest One Direction album. Oh, my God. Or Zane's. Or, or Zane's. Oh so, like, she is going to get ready to be infiltrated. Because, like, <laughs> she was there for Midnight Memories and 4. And, like, I played them in wow, the room all Midnight the time. Memories. But, like, now, nope. Get ready. So, get ready, Laura. The <laughs> <laughs> um, time has come. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I'm just excited to just, like, I don't know. And we were just, like, driving around um, Boston um, playing old One Direction music, not old Aww. One Direction music, we were listening, well, just, like, a mix, um, mm-hmm. we listened to, like, Up All Night, which That's is great, best. we listened to, oh my god, uh, driving around, listening to I Wanna Write You a Song, In the Rain, oh my um, god, in a surround sound, was lit- with, like, people you love, is beautiful, I highly recommend that, it was just, like, one of the most perfect moments of my entire life, I'm just, like, wow. I'm with people I haven't seen in such a long time, driving in a city I love, like, in the beautiful, like, you know, like, gentle rainfall, going to, like, we just had gone from a delicious brunch, and we're going to a cool art museum. I'm just, like, listening to One Direction. Just, like, a perfect moment. Definitely, That's like, so recommend. Nice. I love when all those things come together, and you're yeah, like, I know I'm gonna remember moment. this, like, yeah. little segment of my life. Oh, God. It was so beautiful. Um, but yeah, we also didn't say what the Anons, um, thought for Liam was. Liam, they said, is fairly odd parents or Spongebob, fun, goofy, but has a lot of heart. I love that. Yeah, I, think I those, can see him, fairly yeah. odd parents for sure. What a great SpongeBob. show. it really was. And it made you think, like, what you would wish for. I know. It got me so upset sometimes. Yeah, that I couldn't just, like, wish for things. Literally so upset. They got, like, so real. You know when that, like, episode where they all turned everyone into gray blobs? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Which one was In that? In Fairly Odd Parents. Which one? Where they're just like, um, I think it was Timmy who like wished, obviously it was Timmy, who wished like everyone could be the same and like everyone was gray blobs so like no one could have like things to like brag over but then like people were like, I'm the grayest and I'm the blobbiest. So then, I don't remember that. Are you kidding? It was like mo- the most like interesting like social commentary Ugh, and episode. I watched, I watched that show a lot. Wow. So. I'm surprised. The episode was on a lot. You should go look it up. I need to go find it. Yeah. It was a pretty intense episode. I great have to say. Show. It had pretty great commentary on uh, social norms yeah and just like social you know like alien uh, feminism mm -hmm, and comparing yourself to others and just how everyone is always gonna think they're the best and just beautiful it was a time um okay (laughs) this is sort of weird i didn't remember writing this down but i definitely did (laughs) 1d as naturally occurring formations as in mountains volcanoes (laughs) etc this is great um Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to need to think on this one. This is hard. Okay, so I'm thinking Niall is a grassy hill. I could see that. That you just, like, want to roll down. Oh, he would have little kids rolling down his hill all the time. And it would just be, like, those, like, it would be a big hill, so it would be fun, but it wouldn't be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And there would be daisies all around. Oh, that's so beautiful. And you just sit there on a sunny day with your friends listening to music, and then you just roll down if you want a little bit of excitement. You could have a nice picnic at the bottom. That's so nice. I want a picnic now, and I want to go roll down a hill. Beautiful. Um, Louie would be a volcano, I feel like. Totally. Yeah. He... I've seen a volcano before. Have you really? Yes. Where? I saw it erupt 
<gasps> no, you did not. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, there's ones that. Why erupt. are you so? There's so, ones that so? just erupt. They're it's not like it was an eruption, but Wait, they like erupt every night, and it's just something that happens. That's still so cool. I know. Where was it? It was in Costa Rica. You're so well-traveled and cool. <laughs> You've seen so many things. And I'm just like... I've seen so many things! You have! Um, well, you freaking went to England and went to all those places over there. Yeah, but I didn't see one volcano. <laughs> so, who's the real winner here? Um, um, and, like, it, like, spits out at night, like, some, which is really cool. But I lava? can totally... Yeah. <gasps> Did you see it, like, glow? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> lava is so cool. You know what also is so cool? I saw what? pictures of... Um, someone retweeted this. There are pictures of trees that it's like burning from the inside after they got um, oh struck by lightning. God. It's so cool. I feel bad for the trees, but they're so cool and it's like glowing. Like it looks like lava's inside oh the tree. God. Definitely Google it. I will. Yeah, it's a pretty cool site. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Zane would be like an archipelago. <laughs> What's that? A chain of islands. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely sounded familiar from like seventh grade science. And I, it was like fifth grade or sixth grade or fourth grade, one of the grades. We had mm. to do like this booklet of all the different like archipelago, like bay, waterfall, like all these different things and like learn all the. Did you have to do that? We had to like draw pictures of them all. Um, Maybe it was fourth grade and you didn't do it. Yeah, because I was in my special little commune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was a good time. Um, I don't know, like, what I meant by naturally occurring formations, like, what else is, what else counts? Because, like, does a waterfall count? I feel like it could. So, like, one of those cool waterfalls that's, like, so high up and just, like, beautiful, like, running yeah. down. I feel like that's Zane for like me. You, you, like, it's just, like, in the forest. Like, yeah, and you just stumble upon, upon it. it. Ponder upon <laughs> it. Stumble upon it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's Zane and just, like, a nice, like, like caves and it's sort of it's really refreshing it's beautiful clear water mm -hmm. um it hasn't been like destroyed by humankind <laughs> um man i want to go do that now just go look at a waterfall uh-huh oh there's a lot of things i want to do in this world um what else who else do we have harry harry what could he be i feel like liam would be a plateau <laughs> <laughs> Plateaus are cool. Or, like, the Grand Canyon. I was thinking that, yeah, because it's just, like, you know. It's just there. It's just cool. I really want to go see solid. the Grand Canyon. It's solid. It's always there for you. Oh, my God. I swear to God, Caitlin. <laughs> it's just stable. Or he could be, like, the um, the sequoias, the redwood, like, the giant redwoods. Ooh, yeah. I feel like he could be he either could one. Be He's just, like, a really cool, like, just, like, staple of America. Yes. Yeah. But I, f I feel like Grand Canyon. Yes. Um, Harry, what other, like, special places are there? Like, the, like, the Redwood Forest is, like, a unique place. Um, do we do Louis? Oh, yeah, Volcano. Um. Could be, like, a rainbow. That's a naturally a girl Oh, formation. yeah, that's true. I feel like a rainbow is, like, is where it's at. Because yeah. it's, like, it's, you can't touch it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, like, it's not something that's, like... And, like, it brings two things that sort of are opposing together to make something beautiful. That's so true. And it comes after, like, a just, like, you yeah. know, rain could be horrible, 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 <laughs> and then it just springs out something beautiful. Um, I remember I was traveling in Amsterdam and, um, 
we were in this really <laughs> crappy restaurant eating. I was eating the worst burger of my entire <laughs> life. Don't get a burger if you go to Amsterdam. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> we were just so hungry. We were delusional. And, like, we look outside and, like, the most beautiful rainbow occurred that I, we all screamed and ran out. And I was just Aww. like, this is the most American, like, we've ever looked. <laughs> like, I'm eating a burger in Amsterdam, screaming and, like, knocking down chairs to go look outside. It was a beautiful rainbow, though. Um, Rainbows I, are lovely. They're st- so cool. Like our planet. I know is the freaking dope. colors in the sky. What the heck? What is that about? Clouds. Don't even get me started. Cirrus. Cumulus. Cumulonimbus. Like mm. there's a lot of them. Those ones that look just, you know, streaky. Oh my god, the, just like the puffy ones are my favorite though. The puffy ones are brilliant. That's why I don't understand when people are like, oh, you know, it's a beautiful day and on a cloud in the sky. Guess what? I love clouds. Give so me a that's puff offensive. in the blue sky. Yeah. They're like little sheeps up there. And like, what kind of day would it be if you like, you can't just like sprawl out on some grass and like look up and like make some shapes in the clouds? Sprawl out on Niles Hill. Yeah. I think I want to do tail direction now. All right. Um, do you want to do separately or do you want to create a story together i think we like both did it like sort of i don't remember what this segment oh yes oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) to just explain what we're doing tail direction which is still a lame name but that's okay that's what you're getting um it is where we go to a random word generator choose some words and we have to make up a story including one direction um out of these words um well, including these words or these topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many words should we do? I'm thinking four. Sure. And I'll just generate them. And I'm thinking, should we do, do should we each do one or? Whatever you want, Kara. Let's, let's do combined. That's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> Caitlin, you need to tell me when you want things, okay? <laughs> I just I don't care. Well, you did care and you didn't say. <laughs> I know. So okay. I didn't care that much. But usually when I... I should be clear about it because yeah. usually people are going to think I'm, like, never crying wolf or whatever. But usually when I say I don't care, I don't really care. Yeah. That one, I slightly cared. Okay, well, whenever you <laughs> care, you need to let a girl But you were know. on board with me, so it was okay. Okay. Um, so the random four words we got were memory, left, fiendish, and protest. Fiendish? Oh, yeah. What is that? Oh, like... Fiend? Like fiend and you're fiendy. You're fiendy. <laughs> Wait, give a real definition. Like you're just like a little bit like um fiery. Just like you know Definitely. conniving. Conniving. Word of the day, guys. I know. How right? many times have we said it? Mm, probably like three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Left. What if? What is that? Is that say left? Yes. Memory left. Fiendish. Protest. Protest. Um, mm. I'm thinking, but I don't know if this is too cliche. Go for it. That, like, one of the boys' memory left them. Oh, an amnesia fic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But where does the fiendish come in? Okay. Someone tries to trick them. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. By telling them... That they're actually part of the wanted. Oh my god. <laughs> TBC to the wanted. <laughs> They're not even a band anymore, dude. Nope. Um, but yeah, that's the fiendish, um, opportunistic, you know, yes. marketing scheme. Is that they're uh, who who lost their memory? Hmm. I want to say Liam because I feel like yes, Liam, Liam, and then Louis. 
obviously all the boys are gonna like come protect him. him but like they okay so he lost his memory and he's in the hospital bed and the boys have to like go home and get some sleep because they have to obviously they're gonna be really busy because they're gonna be picking up the slack from liam put because... your own air mask on before you put it on someone else <laughs> i was like where are you going with this did caitlin like lose her mind caitlin has lost her mind yeah um so they're in the hospital bed liam is they the boys have left him and um in struts the wanted yep and he, the boys haven't, he wakes up for the first time with the wanted there. The boys were with him when he was sleeping. He wakes up the first time and is like, where, where am I? And like, who am I? Like, what, what's going on? And the wanted fills him in. Fiendishly, they tell him that he's the part of their band. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so... I don't know how logistically this would work, but he just goes with them because apparently he heals from this really quickly. Um, and then, um, he's just part of their band for a little bit and the boys are like, uh, what the heck? Like, um, excuse me. So then- Baby, come back. Exactly. Um, remember those, like, commercials? I was like, the The, mop. the broom. Yeah. That <laughs> was always so, like, Swiffer. scandalous and, like, sultry. I love that. Me too. Because that was, like, so a pretty good. jam- pretty jam of a song yeah um so the fans protest and are just like what the heck so then the boys have to go save liam and be like dude like we have literal like years of evidence to prove that you're not in this band and that they're just conniving little trolls yeah and um he's like oh well okay i guess that's where i'm at now and he goes home with them that was a lovely story kara thank you snaps i can't wait to just like if i have children just like like makeup stories i'll just go on like a random word generator and just make them up stories sit them down and put this podcast on oh my god <laughs> i was just thinking about like how interesting it's going to be because like we i feel like I writing is a different thing because it's not it's like it's still your words but it's not like your voice so like mm-hmm. the fact that like, we have this to like look back on is going to be so great crazy. and also embarrassing <laughs> like, i know i think we should do somehow i don't know how we would do it but like reacting to our first episode that would be fun yeah i don't know how the heck we would do that but We'll figure it out. Yeah, we should figure it out, um, because that would be fun, and also kind of cringy. I'm just thinking about, oh, Oh, God. (sighs) Um, but yeah, that was our main discussion for today. Woo! Um, a little all over the place, as these kind of things are. I think we, we talked a lot. I feel like, I don't even know. It was on a nice little (laughs) ramble. Um, but yeah, okay, so we're gonna get into recommendations. Caitlin, what's your recommendation of the week? My recommendation goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show, um, the shooting in Orlando, and I wanted to recommend a podcast that both Karen and I listened to called Millennial, um, where they, pretty much for the whole episode, they talked about the shooting, um, and what I thought was really great was that they called up some of their listeners to get their reaction on it, uh, some of their queer listeners, and, um, they talk to, uh, people of color, and, uh, uh, they talk to a Latina woman, um, and it was just, it was just really, especially her, she was the last person to talk, so make sure you, like, go and listen to her specifically, just really moving to hear and to understand and just get a better, like, just understanding of the whole thing and um and also like they talked about what you can do and what's important and all this type of stuff so 
just be informed and because that really matters yeah and millennial um the people who run that show we've been listening to their various podcasts for years and years and years like since we were 13 yeah um and they have definitely they're um very politically active and they have definitely like shaped our Mm -hmm. um just our you know our political knowledge really we've learned so much when we were like especially like when we were younger and didn't really have access to um the kind of things we have now especially like with college and the internet just being such a full force like full-fledged uh knowledge you know dump i guess just (laughs) you know place you can get any like amount of knowledge on anything um but they were like really our source and they they're just they're very very intelligent people and i would definitely recommend go listening um especially to this episode but to all of their episodes because i've learned so much from Mm -hmm. them um so yeah definitely go listen to millennial um my recommendation is to do what we said in the beginning of the episode just to contact your senators um it's very easy to do and to um you know really have a good informed opinion on um uh, if you're, if you're a US resident and um of the age to vote um to see like you know who you want to vote for and who you want to vote for um what they do what they voted on in the past just all their background just please get out and vote um it's just so important uh you know sign a petition just do anything you can to help out because this can't keep going on. Yeah, definitely. Just, I know in the, in the episode I was talking about, they were talking about how to be an ally Yeah. and whatever. Um, and like, it really matters to actually do stuff. You can't yeah. just say you're going to do stuff and not do stuff. Or just so. like, I mean, like tweeting your support is good, but like actually taking action is worlds Mm -hmm. and do what you can do yeah you don't have the ability to do everything but do what you have in your capacity especially people who are outside of the u.s yeah um or like younger people might not have the ability i can't imagine how frustrating i mean i can't imagine because i was at one point not able to vote um so i feel like but definitely you can still write to your senators if you're under 18 um so there's no age limit on that all right tweet of the week this week yep Mine is from Niall. It's an Instagram post, actually. Niall went to the wedding of one of the band members who perform with One Direction, Sandy Beals. Um, And he said, lovely day at the Beals wedding. Absolutely decided, delighted for Sandy Beals. Don't think I've ever seen two people more in love in my life. Uh, And he posted a picture of some of the band members that they perform with. And then two other randos. I didn't know who they were. And <laughs> just Niall looked really nice in his suit. And it's just so sweet that I love... I feel like Niall especially, like, had a connection with the the band that performed with mm-hmm. them. And, like, to see him going. And I'm sure, like, all the boys were probably invited. Um, but I guess, you know, seeing Niall go and support them him is really nice. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Um, so my tweet of the week we actually wanted to bring this up earlier in the show but we forgot um they are uh the instagram posts from harry and liam um in solidarity and remembrance of um the orlando attack um harry posted the pride flag on instagram and said all and then he posted a picture of a rainbow um and then liam posted uh, again the rainbow flag um, and said, my thoughts and prayers go out to Orlando and the LGBT community today. Such a sens- senseless tragedy. Hashtag pray for Orlando. Um, and I just thought it was really beautiful that they, um, did that and showed their, um, support. 
Yeah, I, I really appreciate, like, all of the support you saw on Twitter, and yeah. especially, like, people who are famous, like, yeah. reaching out and saying those things, because I think while we don't want to hold them higher, people do look up to them, yeah. and, like, it does mean a lot when someone like that says something, so yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, and I also really appreciate all the celebrities and people who have, like, big platforms who are, like, talking about gun control and, like, Mm -hmm. what you can do. Especially, I see so many YouTubers talking about it and, like, linking to, you know, the petition, the GoFundMe, um, how to contact your senators. Like, that's just incredible. And I'm really, I'm just really happy that people are, like, taking this completely as seriously as it needs to be taken. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for our episode. Um, we would love to hear your general feedback and suggestions on the show or any of the opinions you had, um, on anything we discussed today. Um, but that's it. Thank you for listening to episode 52 of Talk Direction. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Talk underscore direction you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com you can find us on tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com we have an instagram which is just talkdirection and you can follow us on our individual accounts i'm kara underscore pond and kara is with the c and caitlin where can they find you i'm caitlin ir foster and that's c-a-i-t-l-i-n don't forget to get your 30-day free trial of audible um with audibletrial.com slash talk direction for your free audiobook and be a part of our book club because that'll be fun yeah i'm excited to do Me that too um and rate re- what the heck rate and review and subscribe um on itunes we're talk direction and on soundcloud this is just a mess man <laughs> we're just going downhill um i'm kara I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening to this hobnob of a episode. <laughs> hobnob is a cookie. I don't know what I'm doing. Stick around for bloopers. <laughs> yeah. Um, see you next time for episode 53. Bye. Bye. I don't know. I just put up the peace sign. Like, no one can see me. <laughs> peace. I need a yawn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. no. It's like, you know, when you, like, can't get a good Uh yawn and you can't get it, like, okay. Stop, don't rub your yawn in my face. No, you're going to get, you're going to, okay. Well, now I yawned and I can't do it Okay, do it again. again. (laughs) 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 Do you know that, um sociopaths like they since they can't like um what's a word empathize with people like when they see other people yawning they don't yawn is that true i don't know someone <laughs> told me that it's probably one of those snaffle facts it's probably not true but i feel like it could be because that's like sure um because yawning and consciousness consciousness but just like the same. I don't, I don't maybe know. that's true we'll give it to you yeah